a couple events happened and I was like, had the opportunity to go to rehab again. And like that second time I was like, I'm not doing that again. Like life is way too good. And I have so much to offer the world. Like I'm not wasting it doing, doing this ever again. So it was kind of like my eyes were open and like, I'm like, I'm going to change. I'm going to listen. So it really came down to a point where like people were telling me what to do. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it my own way. And then the second time around, I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to those people that like know how to help me because like they did it. And like so many people in that program are successful um, because they listen to other people that did the same thing. It's like, it's proven. The fitness movement is brought to you by Zor Fitness. We offer coaching and individualized program design, as well as educational content for coaches and athletes. It's all at one place, ZorFitness.com. Today, I sit down with one of our coaches at Lumber Capital Athletics, Ashley Carano. Ashley is known for just really caring about our members, and you know, I feel like people would just describe her as a loyal friend. And that's something that I personally respect her for a lot. Uh, Ashley owns Pennsylvania Cleaning Co. Uh, so in addition to being a great coach, she's also an entrepreneur. Uh, we dive into a number of topics today, but including how she balances being a mother and training and owning her own uh, company, as well as why she actually wants to coach and to be in front of people in classes and to be in that environment. Today, I'm also joined by my business partner, Stacy Cadenas, which she was on the show episodes 25 and 66, if you're interested. Now, let's dive in. What was going through your head when you heard that Stacey and I were opening a gym up? I was so happy because I was pretty depressed before then. <laughs> it was a struggle. I mean, I made it work, but... I, like you guys are so awesome, and I just know I just knew that it was it was going to be amazing. <laughs> Anything to add to that, Stacey? No, I mean you know we talked on a regular basis through the whole thing. Yeah. So for me to not be able to tell her, I was like, "You're going to be okay. It's going to be okay so soon." She knew what I said. I know. I was worried. I was definitely worried about her state of mind. I just kept on trucking. <laughs> so. We opened October 1st. When did we propose to you? Do you remember? A couple weeks before, I believe, right? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty tight timeline between us, like, breaking the news to everybody and then, like, also making sure that we actually have people to coach the place besides us two. So what do you think about it so far now that we're into it a little bit? I think it's great, and I really love the feedback from all the people. It's like a you know community, and people love the workouts, and I feel like it's a safe place and a fun place for people to come to. It's going really well. I met you, kind of. You were you were doing some stuff with like through the website. Like I think you might have been either following the protocol, or at least kind of knew of it, mm -hmm. and like we're kind of paying attention to that some of that stuff, and you know bought some gear and all that, and uh, so. That was kind of how we met a little bit. How did you meet Stacy? I came to Tried and True in 2018 for the first time, and she was coaching there. Do you remember much from when you first met Ashley? I do. I remember thinking that she was super quiet. Like, 
not necessarily afraid to talk to anybody, but just kind of in her own little space. I was like, who is this girl? Where does she come from? <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like, this is Ashley. Ashley Stacey. I'm like, hey. And, it, you know, she just, like, immediately was, like, killing the workout. And, like, out of nowhere, just, like, came in and got to work. It was, like, head, head down and just really focused. So, yeah. I remember thinking, who is this? Is that how you've always been, just like kind of grinded out type person, or? Um, I was always like an all in. Like I definitely had. I don't know how much we're talking about today, but like I definitely went through some struggles. Um, but yeah, like sports. Like growing up, and I was always an all in type of person, super competitive, but a good sport. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get there. I'm just kind of curious. Like growing up, like what what place did like fitness, nutrition? What did that, ha- like, what was the role of that in your life growing up? Um, so I was, like, an all-year, like, I'd played, tried every sport, you know, in high school, and, and I ended up playing soccer all year round. And nutrition, like, my grandmother lived with us and, like, cooked awesome meals all the time, so I didn't really have to think about that. And it wasn't anything I really thought about, but I we didn't, like, eat a ton of garbage or it wasn't anything I really thought about, but we were eating healthy meals. Um, we weren't like restricting ourselves. We were still doing what regular people do and yeah, eating ice cream and cookies. I feel like that's usually the way it is as a kid. You're like, you don't know any better either way. Like whether it was positive or negative, you're just like, well, I'm just kind of going along with the flow. And then well, like, yeah, you eat what you're given. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you don't like, like you don't really process that and like think about it until you're like later on in life or like an adult. And then you're like looking back at the, just, you know, decisions that people made for you, essentially. It's kind of interesting. I liked everything, though. Like, all the food. <laughs> no. You liked all the food? All of it. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, with when you first, you know, kind of went into to classes and you met Stacy, kind of, you can, again, this is sort of your story, so you can kind of tell it how you want, but, like, what spurred you to, to join the gym? So I started, I started CrossFit because, so I, I was in rehab and when I got out, I, I met one of my really close friends who now coaches, um, like does a program for me. And, uh, I met her, um, at a meeting and she, she was like, Hey, I do this program. It's free for people in recovery. So it's like Pottstown Resurgence and they addicts and in recovery from anything like eating disorders, um, alcohol, drugs, whatever you can go to this program and, and work out for free. And, and that's how I started CrossFit. And it was really cool because once you're in that position, like you need an, an out and you need something to focus on. And I was like, I was all in from the beginning. I was like, this is awesome. Like I'm around people that understand me. Um, and I just like hit the ground running in that. And it was awesome. So you actually went through recovery? Yeah, I'm in recovery for three and a half years now. Yeah. So is that kind of the language you use around it? Like you're, you're sort of like perpetually in like the, the process of recovery, so to speak? Absolutely. For the rest of my life. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure you have other people that you network with and talk with that are in the same situation. Is that, is that sort of, is that dependent on the person and sort of like what they're exposed to? Or is that sort of like across the board, like whether you're an alcoholic, blah, 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 like kind of across the board, it's, you feel like people are that way? 
Do you mean like in recovery or just? Yeah, just like the way that they think about it. It's like an ongoing process. Yeah, um, definitely. Because they say like, you know, once you're an addict or an alcoholic, you always are. You're either in recovery or you're not. Um, so it's like something you have to continue to work on for the rest of your life just to make sure that you stay in that good mindset and like keep doing the things that you're supposed to do. Like the things that regular people do that don't have a problem. Like you need to try to do that. Like I have to make sure I don't drink or do anything like that so I can continue to be successful. Did you like, let's just say this, like why did you like kind of go into like CrossFit versus something else? I mean, were you just kind of like, did you feel like you're almost searching for something when you like got out of recovery and like that's, that's just sort of like what landed on your plate or like how did you go about that? Well, I just, I did always like to work out. Like I just wasn't dedicated to it. Like in college, like I would go, I would run once in a while, but I wasn't a a gym goer every day. And, you know, even, even in rehab, I would be like in my room, like doing push-ups, and they'd be like, you have to go in the hallway to do that. And I'm like, why? Like, I'm just trying to do something. So I was kind of, it was in my blood, I believe, you know, and then that was just like, I, I was meant to meet my friend that day. And like, it was a huge part of my life. And, and yeah, it was like opportunity, like met me and yeah, I kind of dove in. I feel like you're definitely a risk taker. So do you think that the intensity of CrossFit is sort of what drew you to it? I mean, they say, they say that you replace one addiction with another. So do you think that the intensity of CrossFit is sort of what what pulled you in? Definitely. I mean, it was it felt so good to like work out so hard and just that feeling that you get afterwards. And yeah, like I would still have to manage it because I can't be working out at the gym and it affecting the rest of my life. Like you can work out a lot, but like when it's like you're choosing it over work or choosing over taking care of your kid, like I would say it's like a healthy addiction if you're managing it well and I believe I do, you know. Do you think it would have maybe worked out the same if you got into like a different avenue of fitness, like not CrossFit? Or do you think it, it helped that it was CrossFit or was contingent on that almost? Um, I think I could have been passionate about maybe something else, but... I feel like CrossFit was most fitting for me just because I'm so competitive and I love the community part of it. Um, Like I love being around people and competing. It's just, it's fun. So, I mean, obviously there's a lot of people who go through rehab and I feel like, I don't know what the percentages are, but like a lot are not successful. Like, you know, so like, what do you think allowed you to kind of, I don't like it, whether it's something like inside of yourself or like, again, like circumstances, like what allowed you to kind of like break out of that spiral? Well, like I wasn't successful at first. So like I actually went to rehab twice. And the thing about it is that you have to change your entire life. So, you know, you go into rehab and they're like, you know, you can't hang out with these people. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, And it's really overwhelming. So to like come out of there and be like, okay, I need to change every single thing that I was doing in my life, like, that's really hard for people, and I think that's why people fail. So, like, I did try, and I did change a lot, but I didn't change enough, and I fell back into it, and I fell back into old habits, and and I knew, like, I didn't want to be there because I already knew what recovery was like, and, like, I couldn't keep going. Like, I was in CrossFit Resurgence, and, like, I started using again, and they're like, you can't come here anymore, and, like, 
I didn't even want to be using at that point. So like I was so devastated that I couldn't go to the gym because I was like, this is all, like that was like all I had. And uh, so like everything fell apart again. And, um, and I was like, and I was in it again, using again. And I didn't even want to be. And that's like the saddest part about it because like it's like, it's so hard to get out of. And then, you know, a couple events happened and I was like, had the opportunity to go to rehab again. And like that second time I was like, I'm not doing that again. Like life is way too good and I have so much to offer the world. Like I'm not wasting it doing, doing this ever again. So it was kind of like my eyes were open and like, I'm like, I'm going to change. I'm going to listen. So it really came down to a point where like people were telling me what to do and I was like, no, I'm going to do it my own way. And then the second time around, I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to those people that like knew know how to help me because like they did it and like so many people in that program are successful um, because they listen to other people that that did the same thing it's like it's proven so it was sort of a matter of you thinking you could do it on your own and then realizing that you had to get help yeah kind of and like I just like you think that you're like superior like oh I'm not like everybody else but really most of the people are very much alike and um, yeah, like you, I was like, oh, like I could, I want to be, I want to be clean, but I want to hang out with the people that, that were, are still using because I love them because they were my friends and no, you can't do that. Like that's, and that's just one example. Like you think that you can, but you can't and you have to like realize that. Yeah. I was thinking when you were talking, like, were you afraid of losing friends? Like, was that the hardest part or, or did you even look at them like, you know what, they're really not my friends. So I like I really did think that some of them were my friends and like but so part of being an addict it's like obsession, compulsion and codependence. So like I was like codependent with these people and it was just hard to let go and and I finally realized that I had to um and it came to the point where I definitely did and that was that was the hardest thing was letting go of the people. That'd be really hard. So I love everyone. <laughs> I, know hard. Hard. I know, that's what I love about you. You love everybody. It's so great. What, do you feel like overall like rehab was like a positive experience or like was it kind of like, yeah, what was that experience like? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, you have to be in the right mindset. Like even the first time when I went there, like I wanted to get clean and, you know, I would be the person I would like, People, some people hated me because I would wake up at six in the morning and turn the music on and be like dancing around. And they were like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I'm, I don't know, I'm just you. happy. Um, and it was like the first time that like, I hadn't laughed. Like I was, I've had a, my one roommate, like we just connected and we laughed so hard and I, and I hadn't laughed like that in, in like in years. Cause I was like, so like broken down. So just to like be able to laugh and like feel like that freedom, it was, it was so awesome. Um, and then you have your ups and downs when you're in there. Like I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to stay here. And so like, I call my mom and like all these other girls are like getting all these extra snacks and like, mind you, like I'm about 140 pounds right now. I, I went in there 110 pounds and, um, I tried to get extra snacks and they like, they weren't giving them to me. And like, so I call my heck? mom, <laughs> I call my mom and I was like, mom, you got to pick me up. Like they're not feeding me here. And she's like, John, we got to pick her up. Like they're not feeding her. And then, <laughs> so I like made my parents feel bad. And then I called them the next day. I'm like, I, all right, I'm actually okay. I'm just not getting the extra snacks. And I, and I, I do want to stay. <laughs> 
Uh, and I stayed, <laughs> yeah, and I completed that program and I was really, really proud. Um, it was definitely a positive experience. Like, and you really wanna, while you're in there, like you really wanna try and like surround yourself with the people that wanna be there because there's tons of people that don't wanna be there that talk about trying to get you to leave and like go get high and like, you really gotta be like aware and it's hard. Like you have to like find the people that really wanna be better. How long were you there? 28 days. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's, like, if you probably go in with, like, the mindset, like, I'm really going to, like, use this to, like, its full advantage and, like, really try to change things, like, it's a very different experience than someone who goes in and they're, like, getting, like, like going out of application or feeling like they're, like, almost drug in, like, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, do you feel like that's true or no? Absolutely. And it has to come with from within. So anyone out there, like if you're forced to go to rehab, it's never going to work because the change has to come from within you. And if you don't want it, like you'll never, you'll never get it because you can't be forced to do that. I mean, do you, do you think that like, Stacey kind of alluded to this earlier, like, you know, it's kind of easy to almost like, not easy, but like, it's maybe common thing to like play replace like one addiction with another it like do you have a hard time or maybe do you did you initially like have a hard time like balancing like training and like working out and like doing all that like good stuff but then also allowing your like body to like recover and like take rest days if you need it and like sort of be like kind to yourself almost in that way was that like something that was challenging definitely um and I still struggle with it like it's something that I really have to be aware of um, and it's like, it's with anything, um, like online shopping, working out and it's working, it, anything can become an addiction. So I just really have to be aware. And it's like just constantly working on myself and being aware all the time. Is there anything in particular that you try to pay attention to that you're like, it almost like feels like you, you're like allowed to like take a rest day or like allowed to take a deload or like do you have any like signs that you like specifically pay attention to or like is it more just like trying to have an honest conversation with yourself oh I can like feel it in my body like I know and I used to like, I, need this. I used to not want to take rest days because I feel like if I would like stop that I would stop forever because I feel like I could either like work out forever or like or quit forever and it's just like stupid all or nothing mindset and it's really hard to get out of it and I know it's not it's not how life really is. So I just have to like stay aware. But now I just listen to my body. Like, do I fall off sometimes? Like, meaning like the past couple of weeks, did I probably work out a couple of days longer than I should have? Yeah. But then I rested for two full days. So like I knew, like I could feel it in my body. And like, and I know how important rest is. Like I know how important recovery is. So like I did, I did take those days. Um, and I even took some days in between. So I went hard a couple days, took a full day off, went hard a couple more days. <laughs> <laughs> you did? <That's> <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to manage it. <laughs> I think you do well. I think that, I mean, from the outside looking in, if I didn't know your backstory, I wouldn't know that you struggle probably on a daily basis with it. Um, so I think that you manage it really well. Is there any? Is there anything that triggers you where you're like, okay, I can't, I can't do that or it's going to make me want to go here. 
Do you mean like recovery wise? Yeah, recovery wise. Yeah. yeah. So like I choose to not always surround myself. I don't surround myself with people using like I don't mind like being around drinking you know, when my friends are socially, because it's like, it's surround, it's around you so much and it's everywhere, but I wouldn't go do that every day. And I would have to be in a good headspace. And, and, you know, if I wasn't feeling okay, like I wouldn't go to that party or go out with my friends. So you, you, you're good at setting boundaries. Yeah. And like at this point, like it's so, um, it's like the life that I live, like I have lost the desire to use, like I never, never want to go back to that life again. So like, drinking or using is like not an option for me and like so I don't want to say it's easy for me but if it kind of feels easy at this point and it might not feel like that forever but right now it does because I'm so focused on like you know working and training and nutrition and like being healthy because I know I mean I smoked cigarettes for like 18 years like that's so disgusting like I can't believe I did that and um and that was another thing I quit in recovery and I just feel so good now that I want to continue this path. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it's it's easier to like let go of something else by just like redirecting your energy towards something. And I, I think that's true for everybody. Like, you know, if, if you're trying to stop, do one thing, it's almost easier just to put your energy into something else and like allow the the intensity of like whatever you're pursuing on that thing to just like, kind of carry you through and like the other stuff just kind of like fades away so to speak yeah and it doesn't happen all at once like I started working out like I was still smoking cigarettes um so I started working out and then I started or then I quit smoking cigarettes and then I like got on a nutrition plan with Stacy and that was awesome like so I you know went working out quit smoking cigarettes focus on nutrition you know and that, and then I was just doing classes and then I focused on you know having programming and it's just like a a thing that it doesn't have to be all at once I think a lot of people can learn from that um you know they try to go all in with every single thing and and I think that that definitely sets you up for failure like one thing at a time you know kind of add the layers and then kind of all comes together right and someone even asked me they're like they're like I want to lose weight like and I was like do you want to change your diet or do you want to exercise or both and and they were like both I was like okay I was like I was like we can we can talk I was like how about tomorrow just start by going for a walk and drink drink more water and that's it like start off slow like you don't want to be like here track all your food and and work out twice a day and like it's too much it's overwhelming so is there anything right now in your fitness journey that you're like particularly excited about or on the other side of things like feel as especially like challenging so I really want to just stay more focused with programming and I just started eating more which was is like mentally challenging for me just because I've had like body image issues my entire life but I'm seeing the results of how much stronger I'm getting so like it's it's the winter like I'm you know I in my head like every day I tell myself I'm like it will be okay. Just like keep eating and keep, keep training and seeing results. It feels really good. So you coach for us. Why do you coach? Um, I love, I love the people. Um, I love the happiness it brings to them. I like being part of their fitness journey. Um, I think everyone should have some kind of exercise in their life it doesn't have to be crossfit like I'm happy everybody here 
chose CrossFit, but it's just so rewarding and and it feels good to be part of this gym with you guys. So not too long ago, you started your own business. Mm -hmm. We should talk about that. You started your own business. Um, what is the name of your business? Pennsylvania Cleaning Co. <laughs> I really wanted to wear my shirt, but it's in the laundry. <laughs> Oh, oh, I should have worn mine. It's such a cool shirt. I should have worn a rubber capital shirt. So, so tell me about that. What, um... Okay, so let me rewind back. So when I first got out of rehab, I came back here, and um, I didn't do a good job right when I got out. So I moved uh, to Reading uh, to live with my cousin there. So that's where I started CrossFit, and I also worked for a woman who owned her own cleaning company. So, like, even though I didn't wasn't successful my first time around like that was like the basis of like my future life even though I had no idea so CrossFit and cleaning um, I moved back here I got a full-time job um, but then I was like still kind of like cleaning on the side and I remembered uh, the one day I was like you know what I was like I can have my own business like I can do this like I'll make it I'll make it happen like I'm a hard worker and it will be successful because I'll make sure it's successful so I didn't want to like just quit my full-time job and just be like, hmm, who should I clean for? So, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, who needs cleaning? Actually, Stacy was one of my first clients for cleaning um, and another person that goes to this gym. And uh, so then I started kind of like stacking. So I was working 40 hours a week and then I was also starting to clean for like, you know, 20 to 30 hours a week. It was a lot, but I was okay with it because I was like, you know, I'm going to work really hard right now and it's going to help me in the future and then when I made that transition um edit that <laughs> no that's staying in that's staying in I talk with my hands um but yeah when I made that transition it was it was nice because I, I didn't feel stressed about it um so I quit my my job and um and I I went right into you know cleaning full-time and I I love it yeah, you're really focused too, by the way. She's really focused on I'll walk in on her and I'm like, I don't want to scare her, but she's just like, I got a podcast on and she's, yeah, I can hear her just like getting in there. Yeah, it's cool when you own a business because it's like your, your time is your own. Like you can literally do whatever you want all day. Like if you don't want to show up and like, you know, actually work for any of your clients, so well, you don't have to. Well, we have to show up. Yeah, I don't. Do we that. don't. I mean, we really don't. We'll just have a bunch of angry people. Yeah, yeah. So I it's like, never. I never. yeah, it's just a very different kind of way of thinking for sure. Versus just kind of punching in and punching out with your hours. Mm -hmm. It's like you kind of get to to own your schedule and like shape it to how you want to a certain degree. Like, how do you think about trying to like allocate your resources? Because you got like stuff like coaching and like your own fitness. You've got a business that you're working with, like your mom, like. Mm -hmm. how do you balance uh, it all so I made it so I have enough work that which I could probably work more but then I would have to work out less so I made it so that I can come to the gym every day from like 8 to 11 and then I clean until about you know 4 or 5 and and then I get to go home and be with my daughter and I feel like very balanced um and some days like you know I'll have less work and some days I'll have more work. And then some days, you know, I work for a property management company or I clean for them also. And like, they'll want me to do jobs on the weekends and like, and I'm okay with that sometimes. Um, and, 
it's just like, it feels really good for me to be able to be in control of my, my schedule. And it does feel really balanced. I feel like I get enough time as a mom. I feel like I have enough work that, you know, I pay my bills and I can do fun things. And I feel like I have enough time to work out and that, that feels really good. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people who are successful in like doing the, the fitness thing long-term and like seeing like sustained success with that are like people who somehow manipulate factors in their life to like make fitness still a part of it. Like it's so easy to like let that get squeezed out unless you like, you're like, okay, this is my time for this. It's like, you're probably going to end up at some point like "Hmm, that can go today. And then it's like, all of a sudden that becomes a habit of letting that thing go. And all of a sudden we're not doing fitness anymore. So I feel like you're wise of like protecting your schedule and like, allowing time like okay this is my time to be a mom this is my time for you know playing in the in the big box like (laughs) you know to have like those those resources um got any more questions stace i got one final one for you let's say we got somebody who's listening there they're struggling with a bad habit so i'll say it's like super extreme but just like something that they're trying to overcome and like obviously that's probably something that you've thought about a lot as a whole just like trying to form positive habits is there any way that they could go about like positively implementing to like basically just try to like start a habit or to like change something? Is there any advice big picture that you have for people? I would say like the biggest thing for me is like breaking it down, like stop looking at it as like this big, huge thing. And like I can use, I don't know, organizing your house, for example, you know, you're like, oh, my, my house is so, so a mess and there's so much stuff in it and it's so big and it's going to take days. No, like walk in and be like, I'm going to clean this drawer today. So like I'm going to organize my utensil drawer and then the next day I'm going to do this. And then as the days pile up, you know, you're by the end of the week, like you have like two rooms done. So whatever it may be, like break it down you know, just like how we were talking about nutrition, like start by just drinking more water, you know, start by just walking. And then, you know, maybe next week you could add some squats and and maybe take away that one soda a day. You know, I would say breaking, breaking it down and making it simple is a way to be successful in that. Ashley, thanks for doing this today. Thank you. You guys are great. I love you guys. Thanks for listening today. If you're someone who just found the show, I would encourage you to subscribe so you can stay up to date. If you're someone who's been listening for a while and enjoying what you're hearing, I would encourage you to leave a rating or review for the show. It would definitely help us out. And lastly, if you're someone who does take your fitness seriously and cares about your performance deeply, I would encourage you to look into hiring one of our coaches. Until next time, stay the course.